I want you to imagine turning on the radio in 2020 and hearing this next segment because I I don't think we could do it without getting sued. The game is called Jail or No Jail, where we try to assume that people have been to jail just by the way they look. <laughs> it was a, a moment in 2009. I want you to hear it and see if it makes you cringe. Today on the show. Hi, Hi my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. The Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. Uh, this is a feel-good podcast that I do with my mom every single day. She is a saint, and you're going to see why here in just a couple of seconds when I introduce you. But the podcast has three basic principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. We're going to live our lives and share them. We're going to laugh a lot, and we're going to love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Today, we're actually going to start with Dramaggy. we got Dramaggy on my sister, my dramatic sister and only sister, but my also my <laughs> most dramatic sister. Um, and that's why I call her Dramaggy. Uh, Maggie, you, you've, <laughs> what happened? You felt like you lived in a cockroach infested house now. What is, what's the drama now? Well, it's actually John's house. It's not my house. Okay. okay. And that's he said fiance. to make sure that people don't think that he lives in this really gross, nasty place. But... <laughs> I mean, the winter, there's rodents, and the, now the summer, there's just insects. And so I'm like, okay, I guess this is just, but, I can't be here. Um, Maggie, in all fairness, this is an older house, right? Yeah, older house, it, lots of it, cracks and creeks. Uh-huh. And also, also, you have to keep in mind, her name is Dramaggie for a reason. So there's, <laughs> no. I, I want her version of the story. Then I'm going to tell you well, probably what really happened. John was even, this is like the only time he's been on my side. So, okay, so what happened? <laughs> we're hanging out. I'm in his room, and I see a cockroach running across the floor. And, you know, you're like, ooh, one cockroach. Like, ooh, gross. Of course, I'm like, John, oh, my gosh, you had to kill it. Where did it go? Get in the closet. Is it in the closet? Pull out all your stuff out of the closet and get it. And, like, I'll be all dramatic and crazy. Well, he didn't get it. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to be dramatic. I'm going to just let this one go. And then he goes into the bathroom which is kind of like next door to his bedroom. They're not connected. And maybe like 20 minutes goes by probably. And I hear him scream and he's like, the cockroach <laughs> just <laughs> ran across my hand. I guess it probably wasn't. It was not 20 minutes. It was probably way less than this because I'm thinking there's no way that the cockroach ran from the corner of his closet around through his room all the way around to the bathroom into like the hall and down into the bathroom so i was like who knew i was like that is not the same cockroach he's like yes it is it just got out and i was like nope mm -mm." so then i'm like okay so he got the second cockroach so i was like okay well hopefully it was the first it was on his hand? Yeah, like scurried across his hand. So he was really grossed out. Oh. Yeah, that's, so, that's bad. Whenever, like, I'm okay with bugs until they touch you, and then I'm like, oh. Yeah. Uh-uh. So I'm all chill. He's not. I'm like, oh, I'm being so chill right now. And we're, <laughs> we, like, had just made dinner. I mean, not much time has passed between these, the, the first cockroach sighting and the second. And then we went out, <laughs> got dinner, made the bowls. Dinner was already made, so we, like, put it together. and. We sit down in the living room and I'm like talking. We're like, oh, how's your day? And I kid you not, this massive, massive cockroach 
is walking up the wall behind his head and he's like talking about his day and I'm just like oh my gosh he's like there's a cockroach and he's like oh my gosh so he, he like and this was a big one like it was probably like the length of my like longer than my thumb so like think of like a yeah. really big flying cockroach like with antennas yeah. so he's grossed out at this point and we're like okay you know I'm still like okay you can't be crazy like you were with the mouse. Everyone said you were so crazy. So just try to be chill. That cockroach is gone. We're good. So literally like five minutes goes by and we're watching so wait, that, TV. That was, that Maggie, that was, the, that was the third cockroach yeah. that you saw? Yes. Okay. We're like watching TV. And I'm not even kidding. Behind the TV, another cockroach comes out. And I was just like, both of us. Like literally we could not eat our dinner. Like we were just like, drop the fork. And I just looked at him. I was like, I'm leaving. And he was like, okay. Yeah. He was like, this is so gross. Like freaking out more than I was. So he ended up, we like cleaned up our dishes really quick, grabbed our bags and like left because we literally couldn't even be in the house. So wait, I mean, even if you leave, they don't leave. It's not like they, like the party's over. Right. So they go home. Well, then for Maggie kicks in. I was like, I'm never coming back until these are gone. I just can't, like, I can't, you know, I got to make sure. How did, that really sound? How did you say it for real? How did you say it to him for real? Um, I was, I, let me think. I was like, I was like, John, I just, you know me. Like, I just can't be around that many cockroaches in one night, not doing well. I was like, please call the exterminator. Please, please, please. So then he gets his brother involved and is like, there's a million cockroaches. Maggie's freaking out. And so then later that week, his brother texts me and is like, okay, the exterminator's coming. I was like, thank you. <laughs> Maggie, I will say, I mean, lot. that's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. Within I had a cockroach in my, in my San Diego house and see, I don't kill bugs. Right. So I, I had eventually just learned to live with it. Right. Like it would freak me. It was a big one too. It was like a big old guy. I remember one night. I, I like saw it like coming in from under like or from a, above my door. Like it came down like from the top and like on, down oh, under the door yeah. and it kind of scurried across the wall in the room. And I was like, well, I don't want it in here because it started like crawling across the ceiling, like towards me. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do now? Because I don't want this thing to like fall on me. Right. Like when I'm sleeping or something. So I got to do something. So I tried to like clap at it, you know, like it was a cat or something to make it go away. <laughs> But that didn't work. So what I decided to do, and I I just made this up in my head, was I downloaded I downloaded like this like strobe light effect. It was, it was like a dance party. This app is for way your crazier than me. This is so much started, crazier than me. Are you kidding? I was like laying in the dark, right? I was laying in the dark watching TV that when I was when I was doing it. I was like, I want to do something to try to like scare it. Maybe if, if sound doesn't work, maybe light will freak it out. So then I started when I I just down I typed in like strobe light. Uh, app and when I did that, the only thing I had for free was like this one. It was like a party, so it was like play like it was like like really like heavy like dancing. Too. <laughs> so okay. that, it's like flash strobe lighting and then like <laughs> this is literally I mean, it, the craziest story I have ever heard. <laughs> I can't wait for you to listen back to this podcast so you can hear who is the crazy one in this family. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I mean, if sound doesn't work, then what do you do? Like I don't. I, I'm not going to let it, it live. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I just wanted to let it run away and not fall on me. So I don't really you, it, it sort of like scurry away. We kind of just got to kind of like went back and forth. So it wasn't a huge effective thing in case you're trying to figure out cockroaches out of your room. I don't da recommend downloading any kind of strobe light app. So, uh, it didn't work. Didn't work. Don't recommend that. Oh, okay. So no, I think those are actually not cockroaches. Are you talking about those big black things? 
I, I mean, I only know cockroaches. What else would they be? <laughs> I think there's a thing called water roaches or something, and they're darker and they're big and they have wings. Uh, and, they, and they come in when the temperatures start to change. Okay. Yeah. All right. We had, we had one in our house this week, but fortunately it was on a windowsill and I just opened the window and pushed it out with a swatter. Well, you got lucky. Maggie and I are out here I trying did. to. I <laughs> did. Our nights Maggie, are that was really funny. So... <laughs> Now, now the funny thing with Maggie is like forever. Did we ever tell the rats in the basement story, Maggie? No. <laughs> okay, we should tell this story because this is a story that lives in infamy in oh, the God. Yancey household. So, Dramaggie has been dramatic <laughs> since day one, since October the 1st, 1990. Um, 89. 1989. Oh, 89. Uh, and she swears that when, <laughs> when we were kids, there used to be rats in our basement. And so she'd be scared to go down there. Now I lived in the basement. Okay. <laughs> and I can tell you there was never a, a rat sighting sight, like sound. There was at one point, some type of rodent that was like in the, like stuck in the drywall. But Maggie swears there was like a rat infested basement. And to this day, <laughs> no, like lives by that story, no, even though no other Yancey no. can confirm that was a true story. <laughs> you are dramatizing it. I said there was one rat in the basement. And now you just confirmed. We just confirmed it right here on this call after 30 years. That there I was think that a rat. was a chipmunk, Maggie. No, that was not a rat. That was a chipmunk that was in, in the drywall that had gotten we in from had, outside somehow. We had a rat in the basement no, one Maggie, time. Nobody, nobody can confirm that. Nobody can call confirm Dad. that story. No, Jimmy I, think, I think she's right. I think she's right because we had to have them come out and they had to cut a, a hole yeah. in the sheetrock. That I was dry. That was a that was a a chipmunk. That wasn't a. I lived it, down there. Call dad. Jimmy Mack would remember this. <laughs> <laughs> he'll he'll have to he'll have to come on later on this week because I I I need to confirm that story with him. I need to confirm that story. Well, so I I really kind of effed up the timing on this because um, I kind of forgot it's almost October. My sister's birthday, my mom's birthday was on Sunday, and my sister's birthday is October first. Always a couple of days later. So happy early birthday, Dramaggy. Thank you. Yeah, Maggie, thirty-one. Yeah, are you are you excited about thirty-one? It's yeah. nowhere near as exciting as thirty. I know, but <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. No, I have a thirty-one-year-old sister. I know. Uh, what are you what What are you planning on doing for your birthday? Honestly, nothing. I think. I mean, yeah, probably nothing. John might make dinner for me, but and that's about it. Okay, well, last year, I know you had a hard time with your birthday because 30 was like yeah. a big deal to you. Milestone birthdays, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to get them mm -hmm. right. It's just funny. It's just a day, but for some reason, like you really stress. You were really stressing this time last year. You want to explain? Yeah, sure. Yeah, last year, I, I did that exactly that. It was like my big 30th birthday, and I really didn't have many plans, and I didn't want to plan a big thing for myself. So I was like, oh, I really wish someone would, would plan something, but... <laughs> You know, no one's offering. Um, and I, it just kind of was this like internal battle for like a week of what I wanted to do. And if I wanted to plan something and it turns out, you know, my girlfriends ended up surprising me with like an over the top day. Um, but no. yeah, I mean, it is like, I think this year I'm just like, I don't want to do anything. I want to just stay in. <laughs> yeah. When do, when do women me. stop caring about their birthdays? Like, I don't know when that ever happens. Because I, you know me, I I tried not to do anything for my birthday this year. I don't think I did. I mean, I had a couple of people celebrate with me, but I, obviously it was middle of pandemic. But I don't ever do anything big for my birthday. Uh, but women, though, women 
love their birthdays. But mom, do you think there comes an age where it's just like another day? Like, I mean, obviously it's like you want to celebrate, but I feel like women put such pressure on their birthdays to make it such a big, grandiose activity. Well, I can only speak for myself and I can say absolutely not. <laughs> what do you mean not? I love, I, I, no, I never get over it. I love to celebrate my birthday. Yeah, but you don't like, you're not over here planning like brunches and cruises and, oh, you know. No, no, I don't do that. Like, I just go year? over the top crazy. This year she did. When does, well, yeah, but not, I mean, just with the family. It's not like she had to have all of her friends there. And when is it, is it like 40? Is that when you think your last big birthday party was, mom? Or did you do something after that? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember one being bigger than another, really. You never had like I a big... I remember I had a surprise birthday party at age 33. That's a don't random... ask me why. Yeah, that's a random year. 33. Your <laughs> he dad, forgot 30. Your dad threw it for me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he was probably like, oh... He forgot for three me, years. She gave me a surprise <laughs> birthday party when I was 30, and oh my God, I just remembered it. Okay, <laughs> let me call my aunt and see what we can do. So he called... He called his Aunt Fran, and they put together a fabulous surprise birthday party for me on my 33rd birthday, and we were invited to her house, and she said, y'all come downstairs. I want to show you something, and we walked down there, and all our family was there, and our friends were there, and Stephen, what I remember most about that mm -hmm. is that she had... Um, I think it was pineapple that had been soaked in brandy. Yeah. And you ate like the whole bowl. Oh, my oh God. My God. Steven, oh, my God. That's so bad. You loved it. And and I when I finally was saw I drunk? you, I was like, honey, you can't eat that. And you're like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> you were like three. Good. Oh, my God. Did, that was, was I drunk? Did I get drunk? would have been like two. No. Yeah, no. seriously. No. Wow. That's no. funny. That's really funny. Well, yeah, you were, yeah, you were three years old. So hysterical. I lived to tell the tale. <laughs> 37 years. But you don't years. remember that, do you? No, I was probably too drunk. <laughs> Couldn't remember anything from that night. Maybe so. You know, maybe so. Where it all started. I do I can't drink anymore because my body started so young. It's like it just <laughs> yeah. gave up, you know? <laughs> Probably what happened. You had alcohol poisoning yeah. at age three. I may have. Wouldn't that be terrible if you had to take, take me to the ER with that? Party. You know? Oh, yeah. my That'd God. That'd be awful. I have to say to the doctor, yeah, we were having a party, and <laughs> we don't know what happened. That's funny. <laughs> All right, Mags. Well, happy birthday. I'm glad right, everything got taken you. care of with, the, um, with uh, the cockroaches. That's good to hear. And we'll talk to you soon with another dramatic story, I'm sure. All right. Talk Love to you later. Love you forever, Mags. Bye, Mags. Love you. Bye. Okay, a couple things I want to cover really quick before we move on to the quote and the rest of the show. So, uh, number one, mom, did you see this a new T? Okay, before I even say that, and because a lot of people, a lot of you guys have sent that to me. When I launched Certified Mama's Boy, I owned the Mama's Boy market, right? Like yeah. it was, it was, it was mine. Like nobody was doing right. mom stuff. Like no, it was nobody, nobody, nobody. I was like, it was Blaine was all mine. Since <laughs> then, though, we had so many different instances of people coming into the Mama's Lane. Uh, you know, it started mm -hmm. with Addison Ray, who is a TikTok person, started a podcast with her mom called Mama Knows Best. Then mm -hmm. out of nowhere, and this isn't exactly the same, but then Drake announced that his new album is going to be called Certified <laughs> Lover's Boy, which is like too close <laughs> to my name. And then I just found out this week that TLC is launching a show called I Love a Mama's Boy. <laughs> What? And I don't I didn't like read the synopsis, but I think it's about it's like women who are dealing with 
being in a relationship with mama's boys. <laughs> no. So I got to oh, be honest. funny. You started I'm, a trend. Yeah. That I, I, I'm kind of, <clears throat> I, I was, I was a mama's boy before it was cool. I was pioneering Ooh. it whenever I was still making fun of mama's boys. So you were, I just think it's funny how many things have kind of come into fruition uh, ever since we started this podcast. And you've never heard, you, you have to admit, you've never heard of anything called mama's boy. You Nobody's ever heard of one no. thing called mama's boy. Uh, no. Really quick though about mama's boy. I, I get so many co- like comments on, um, because before I decided on the merch, uh, I had a couple of different prototypes that I had created and I have, a, I have a few hoodies that were never released. And basically the hoodie is kind of like the t-shirt. It's just the, it's just the mama's boy logo uh, on the front of a hoodie, but it's big. Uh, and, I, I've been now it's been a little chilly in the morning. I've been wearing it. People love it. People love like mama's boy written on the front of my shirt. I think it's so funny. It's the biggest like conversation starter with people. <laughs> They're like, what is mama's boy? You mama's boy. Like, that's cute. Like, it's just, it's funny. I get so many comments on, on that. So, Oh, I love that. And I love that t-shirt. I'm sorry you yeah. didn't put that. I mean, sweatshirt. I'm sorry you didn't put it, put it in the line. Well, it's, it's, it's a small, it's got, they still have one. It's just a smaller logo up in the, I up know, in the corner. But I like that big one. Well, you got to diversify, mom. I can't everything looking the same, you know, you gotta I diversify. Know, know. Um, number two <laughs> thing that I wanted to cover. What was number two? Oh, I did want to say really quick is thank you for everyone that reached out. Obviously I was having a really hard day yesterday and mm-hmm. I, by no means was it to garner sympathy, but other than to explain myself and kind of like where I've always wanted to use this podcast and have a platform. I don't have to come on and feel like I've got to, you know, put on a show for you versus like we just talk and we just share and, you know, and so I uh, really, really, really uh, appreciate everyone that reached out after yesterday's episode to talk about the um, uh, me, me just struggling with this schedule. And I think, you know, after uh, I, and before I get go further with that, I, I hope you realize it's it's not because a lot of people like, just just cut down the episodes, just cut down the episodes. And I two two things to be completely honest. Number one, we already have advertisers that are signed on for five days a week, so um, cutting back on episodes would be would be tough. Um, it would just be a change of a lot when it comes to advertising. Uh, we'd have to re basically redo everything when it comes to advertising. So. I'm trying to avoid that. I mean, I may, I may still cut down to three days a week, but it's, I'm trying to avoid that because I don't think honestly, it's going to make things much better. It'll clear up a couple hours, but at the end of the day, it's not going to solve anything. I think what I'm going to do instead is really, I've got to get better about managing my time. And I've never had to do that before. Like for example, like I have to dedicate X amount of time to mama's boy every day and I've got to do it like a job. I've got to show up at a certain time and I got to get off at a certain time. And mm-hmm. I, if it doesn't get done that day, it doesn't get done that day. You know, as long as the episode, because mm-hmm. the episodes take about, <laughs> I can get it down to about an hour and a half or two hours to produce now. So if I, if I say, okay, I'm only going to dedicate two and a half hours a day to mama's boy and I've got to mm-hmm. leave work. I'm going to get to work every morning at five and I'm going to leave by no later than noon every day. Like I've got a hard time out at noon, come home, take care of myself, get a nap in, work out. And then by five, I got to be sitting down in this chair ready to record every day. I think that's going to really kind of clear up the uh the scheduling issue a little bit Mm -hmm. so anyway Mm -hmm. thank you so much for everybody that reached out really really Mm -hmm. appreciate it and um i'll keep you posted but uh just keep on keep on being a certified fan if you can that'd be (laughs) that'd be great all right let's get to our quote for today um again this is Rumi. actually he was from the 13th century i think i said 15th yesterday 
That's why it's important for no. me to listen to the pod, podcast the next day. I don't right? think anyone's going to fact check you on that. <laughs> oh, you don't? Okay. I don't think anyone's well. sitting back was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, she doesn't, she would, doesn't know her poets. I would say that probably 99% <laughs> of people listening, probably I don't even know who the hell that is. I mean, I, I've heard the name before, but I don't know anything about them, you know? So, or care. Or, yeah, I just, I just like the quote, so <laughs> carry on. Okay. <laughs> so today, I know you're tired, but come. This is the way, Rumi. What does that mean? So what I think that means is that being tired, like you are right now, is a part of you figuring out this part of your journey. Mm. This is the way. And do you see what you just said? You just said... Okay, I think what I figured out is I need to be on a schedule. Yeah. See, it's part of your journey. Right. You need to learn to manage it. So well, I've, I've never this had is to the way. I've never had to time manage before. I've usually have right. so much freaking free time that I get I told my mom when I was going through my divorce, that was my biggest problem is I have too much free time, which I know listen, was a a curse in a sense because I mm. literally I, I had such a big team. At the last radio station, Channel 933, we had six people working on that show. I literally just had to kind of come up with ideas and talk. And that was really my only responsibility. You know, mm -hmm. at, at Mix here, I mean, it's literally just me and Jess. Times are tough, man. We don't have a big staff right now. So mm -hmm. we, we plan on adding and building. But right now, we just have – it's just me and Jess. So right. we're doing – I mean, you know, when we get off the air, it's it's like – it's work time. You know, we really have to like yes. go into pretty hard production and – editing and Jess, I don't know if you follow Jess, but I, I, that'd be great if you would, because she works yeah. so hard on social media. Like she works so hard. Uh, she spends hours a day on our social media. So if you want to go follow our radio account, it's Kramer and Jess, Kramer with a K, uh, Kramer and Jess. And uh, I think it would be really uh, just if you could, you know, just show her some appreciation if you like our social media, because she really, oh, yeah. it doesn't come easy. If you look at every graphic she makes, I mean, it takes all those graphics take a lot of time. And I see her over there. And right now I see her just like, I think one day she spent like four hours on just social media stuff. Oh, so wow. anyway, um, yeah, she's but, fantastic. She does a great job with it too. So if, if I understand this quote, like I do, it's like when you're getting tired, you're on the right path. Is that right? Is that what mm, I'm understanding? Yeah. This is the way because you learn to be creative and you stop to figure it out. Yeah. Like, yeah. what can I do differently? I mean, this is the way it, you get tired. The journey is tiring. Yeah. Your life journey is tiring, but that's how you learn. Right. That's good. So that's, that's, that's the good. way. A really good one yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I love that 13th I, century poet. <laughs> just change it every day and see if anybody calls you on it. He's like, make up, make up fake accolades every day. But he's, he's from Brooklyn in 1940s, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> you're from the Middle East in the 12th century. Like, no, like, just anybody calls you on it. Because I don't think I would even notice. And I, I, I'm sitting here listening attentively every day, you know, start making up facts with this. I guarantee you not one person. If you say it with, like, <laughs> with certainty, not one person will call you out on it. I guess that's for another podcast another time. Yeah, I guess so. Am I the oldest podcaster now since that woman who was 93 no, died? I don't think so. We, um, we, uh, there's a, a, a group on Facebook called like podcast movement or something like that. It's got like 40 or 50,000 people. It's people that in podcasters. Oh. 
And I put that question up there because I was genuinely curious if my mom was the oldest podcaster. And no, there was a couple, there were some people in their 80s that were doing it. So really? Oh yet. my God. Oh. I would say I you're still a, so young. Yeah, right. You're still in the uh still in the younger category, apparently. <laughs> I'd like um, to listen to some of those. Yeah, I don't know. At that point, I feel like it's probably just rambling. Um, okay, so we've got to do a moment in Kramer history here in a couple of minutes. Shout out to our friends over at BetterHelp. Hopefully, that's a place that you have been heading. You've been needing help. And you, every, first of all, everybody needs help, okay? Um, mm-hmm. it, it, and I, I know that it, there's still such a weird stigmatism around um, uh, uh, getting therapy. And I, I hate that. I hate that because, you know, you, mom, was it you that read that quote that one time about like you wouldn't, if you were drowning, you wouldn't something along the line yes. ask for help. You know, it's like the same thing. If yeah. you're drowning in life, it's it's perfect. And I use it every week. Every Thursday, I've got a session with Dr. Jag and I can do it no matter where I am. Talk about time management. You know, I've got my 30 minute mm-hmm. little session with her. We hop on really mm-hmm. quick. We get down to where we're at for the day and then we hop off. And that's what I love about it. Plus, then we talk throughout the week. Like we're able to chat through the Better Help app. And so she'll check in. She'll be like, hey. Uh, on Monday, she checked in because we were talking about a couple of different things. And she's like, hey, this is the start of a new week. Like, how was this, 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 and this? It's like, it's just, it's a really, really cool system. And I recommend it. And hopefully, not only that, uh, recommend it for you, but hopefully you'll recommend it for a friend that maybe is going through a hard time too. Because I, listen, I would brag about this even if they didn't pay me to do it because I really think it's a great product. So uh, if you're dealing with anything like anxiety or depression, or you're going through something hard, trauma that you're trying to deal with, anger, family conflicts, you've dealt with it for years, like hop on BetterHelp and really see where, where like your life can take you. It's great. Um, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener of this podcast, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash Kramer. Join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer. And uh, mom, I was laughing at my mom because uh, our friends from Skillshare are back this week. And thank you to everybody that's gone and got their two-month free trial over at Skillshare. Very helpful for the podcast. Even if you're like, I don't know. I don't know about the Skillshare thing. Go check it out. for It's two months for free, and it benefits the podcast when you go sign up for your trial. So really, really appreciate everyone that's doing that right now. Uh, but I, I laugh at my mom because we come on every day, and I'm like, hey, mom, like, what have you been doing today? She's like, oh, nothing. And then today, she's like, I was going to start my new Skillshare class, but I got too busy. I'm like, mom, you're not too busy. You can't <laughs> be. How are you too busy? Like, <laughs> like what? How? How is that possible? Um that is, that's a cool thing too, because I mean, you can, you can really dedicate 45 minutes of your day and learn something completely new. Jess and I were talking about it again today off the air because, you know, we, there's so many, since we are a team of two now, there's a lot of things that we're going to have to pick the slack up on and mm-hmm. got more skills with digital editing than, and I'm not trying to go back to college to learn it, you know, because college degrees after your initial one, let's be honest, if you had some kind of sort of, it's like some things need certifications, but after you have your college degree, like you don't want to go back to school just to learn how to use Photoshop or marketing or, you know, creative writing or, you know, even marketing, like you can go get a marketing degree, but if you hop on Skillshare, you can learn a lot of the basics right there, which is what I love about it. It's like great for entrepreneurship um, or just in advancing your skills add whatever yes. it is that you're doing make you because uh, just quick side tangent really quick uh as i'm sitting here i just got a notification right before we started recording i try not to do new stuff in this because it's so not relevant if you don't keep up you know like three weeks from now nobody will care about this anymore if you're just you know catching up so um what i what i love though is, i'm gonna start on what i love but what um terrifies me is i just saw that the disney laid off twenty eight thousand people did you see that mom 
Oh yeah, thousand oh, because so their theme parks are still getting hit so hard. I got a friend that yeah. works for Disney, and I um I texted him. Like, mm. I hope you're okay. And he was saying they don't, they don't even know yet. Like they announced it, but they don't, they don't even know who is getting cut yet. So oh no, that's terrible. Listen, everybody, oh. like we're all. I don't care who you are in this kind of economy. Like, and this mm. not to be a scare tactic, but just a, a realization of like we're all. On uh, our jobs are all on the line right now, right? Like they all are. And, you know, the more skills that you have, the more marketable you can be as an employee. And that's, again, that's, yeah. that sounds kind of, I'm not trying to come from the negative. I'm just trying to come from like the, the realistic point of view is like always keep learning, always keep growing in your craft. If you love what you do, yeah. then keep growing. And if you don't love what you do, but you love having a paycheck, then keep growing, you know, in your field. And you can learn all kind of stuff on Skillshare, all kind of courses that you can use. Um, you know, you can learn, um, mom, mom did photography, um, illustration, graphic design, animation, productivity, marketing, um, fine art. I mean, it's just a ton of stuff that you can go on there and these courses and learn really quick. So if you want a two month free premium mem membership, just go to skillshare.com skillshare, S K I L L share S H A R E.com slash Kramer. And you'll get a two month free premium membership to go check out the site. And like I said, help us podcast out too. So Thanks for doing that. All right, mom, that's uh, that's all we got for you today. But thank you. That's a good quote. Appreciate it. Hey. Okay. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. <laughs> I'll tell you why I'm laughing. Uh, welcome to a moment in Kramer history, by the way. Uh, I was making fun of one of my friends that does TV because uh, I think I was calling her egotistical or something, but as a joke. And she's like, you literally have a podcast where you talk about your radio career and people listen to it. <laughs> oh, I think that's really funny. Is, is that like the, is, I, I hope at least it's funny. To me, it's repurposing great content. That's the way I look at it. Anyway, a moment in Kramer history. We look back at my radio career and laugh at some of the crazy and wild things we did. We could never get away with nowadays. And I don't know if we could... I feel like somebody would sue us over this next one. So, you know, last week we played a game. Uh, I brought back a game that was called The Feminine Product Price is Right. Uh, I want to bring back another game. This was from this week in 2009 we played a game called jail or no jail and i feel like the rules are pretty ex ex self-explanatory as you listen check it out this morning we are so proud to present to you guys i the 106 of the morning new game called jail or no jail with your host steve kramer ah. the most attractive man on the radio Yes, he is. Known for years for his attractive abilities and super. Oh. All right, welcome uh, to Jail or No Jail. Wow. This game is very simple, and you can play it from home, so uh, bear with us this morning. This may be the corniest thing we've ever done. We'll find out. Um, we realize that people's tattoos say a lot about them. And that I think that just by the outer appearance of some people, you can tell if they have been to jail. Now, I'm not talking about a butterfly tattoo on, like, your lower back or maybe, like, a little teddy bear on your ankle or something or a rose tattoo, okay? I'm talking about there are some tattoos that are just hard. Yes. And you know that person is a hard person. Yep. And usually, just by the person's tattoos, you should be able to tell... Did they go to jail? Have they ever been in jail once in their life? 
or not. Mm-hmm. We sent Miguel Fuller out to uh, yeah, out to newbies to to talk to some local bikers. Yeah, um, to see if they had indeed been incarcerated or not. So how nice. how we'll do this is we will have uh, Miguel's interview with the, with these people mm-hmm. actually asking. About their tattoos, okay? Mm-hmm. They ask about their tattoos and what they look like. They'll describe them. Then we're going to ask the the age old question: jail or no jail? Okay, mm-hmm. jail or no jail? And then we'll find out. All right. So the first person I talked to, this nice young woman, her name is Sam. Okay. Um, and so this is me asking her to describe her tattoo. Sam, describe to me the tattoo that you have. Oh my gosh, you're drunk. <laughs> Sam! Listen, it was after... I felt like you were about to say, like, why don't you love me, Sam? (laughs) It was 1 a.m. That comes a little later. Okay, sorry. One more time. Sam, describe to me the tattoo that you have. I have a flower on my ankle. Okay. What type of flower is it? I don't know. Whatever the dude wanted to do. Oh. (laughs) Is it a... Sunflower. It's a red flower. Ooh, nice. I like that. I sound like you're about to be in a loving. Like, what the hell just happened? You are so intoxicated in this segment. I think she may be my. I don't know. I think, I think she was. The, I Whatever. No, I think she was sober. I think she was annoyed with Miguel. Okay, Holly, let me ask you the question. Jail or no jail? Just by a simple, it looks like a rose, ankle rose tattoo, man. But um, she let somebody else put it on. Right? She didn't know. Yeah. I'm going to say no jail. I'm going to say no jail as well. Let's find out. Now tell me this question. Have you been incarcerated before? Never. Thank you. Woo! Very nice. I Very feel like nice. I won a million dollars. Close. You're close. Two people to go. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. So then the next person, I went up to Crystal. She seems like she was having a grand old time. And so I just had to ask Crystal if she, to describe her tattoo. I have 13 dolphins around my ankle and a pineapple. Now, do you know what a pineapple means, right? No. Yes. It means that you are a swinger. Is that true? No. <laughs> Miguel, what is wrong with you? I want more of these. Yeah, I, this is my favorite new is, segment. Yeah, this like this segment is going horrible, except for the fact you sound ridiculously intoxicated. I like it though. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah. Thirteen dolphins, Holly. Thirteen dolphins <laughs> and a, a, a pineapple. Thirteen dolphins. <laughs> I'll say no. If you have a, if you have a, yeah, a dolphin. Sea mammal. There, there's yeah, no sea mammal can be in that rough. All right. So we're all saying no. Now, Crystal, tell me, have you ever been incarcerated before? No, never. All right. There Pretty we obvious. Go. Okay. Last one. Miguel thinks this one's going to be a doozy. All right. Uh, this, her name is Bubbles. Yes. Now, have um, we ever talked to a Bubbles before? I feel like we have somewhere. I, I, I don't remember. Okay. Um, I didn't verify this at ah, all. Okay. But she did say her name was Bubbles, and she also was one of the girls who kind of had a crowd of men around her, was oh. talking to her, and so I kind of butted my way in. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I sure did, and so I just asked Bubbles to describe her tattoo. All right, Bubbles, I want you to describe, oh, first off, do you have a tattoo? Um, like three or four, maybe possibly five. Okay, describe to me your prominent tattoo. Um, it'd be like the Fisherman of Men, my Christian tattoo on my left wrist. She has the Christian fish. Oh, okay. There's no way. But she doesn't know if she has three or five. 
she was a little it's unclear okay. at the time. It's okay. Miguel sounds like he was unclear about a lot of things. That's that true. I, you know. A little foggy. Um, yeah, right. Okay, Holly, jail or no jail? I say jail. Really? Yes. I feel like the people who are the nicest are the really? the ones you never see coming. You think the fish will be there to throw you off? Yes. Either uh. that or like, you know, it started off and she was a young girl and she was all very pure and then went buck wild <laughs> later <laughs> in life. I disagree. I say no jail. I say no jail on this one. Let's find out. Have you ever been incarcerated before? <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was going to say no. I'm like, yes. Oh, yes. I have like a whole total thing going on, but you're not ready for that, so it's okay. You ready? You ready? Now, please describe to me your it says, gentlemen. Wait, what? What are this you saying? Yeah, you can't really hear. Like, I had if to, I was drunk, I could understand, but I don't know what I had to beep on. it out. It's the tattoo that some people have over their in their lower back. Their tram stamp. Uh, oh, I didn't think we could say that, so I beeped it out. Oh. So this is her tram stamp. describing her tramp stamp. Thing going on, but you're not ready for that, so no. it's okay. You ready? You ready? Now, please describe to me your. It says, gentlemen, start your engines, baby. Woo! That tattoo, I would have said jail. I would, if you have a gentleman starts your engines tattoo, you have been just ravaged in jail. Ravage? Like, yes. Can't you imagine like one of those bikers trying to like sue us nowadays though? They're like, what? You made me look bad or something. I just, anyway. Panama City, what a place. What a place people would participate with that. And who gets a tattoo like that too? Who gets a tattoo like that? Okay. Let's get to the good news. So we'll end the show with some good news, and then we'll do a made me laugh, and then we'll be done for today. Okay? Let's start over in Wisconsin today. There's a music teacher. Her name is Stephanie Capsa, and she wanted to make sure that her students wouldn't miss out on music, the music class experience as they started this school year virtually, right? So she and a group of other teachers came up with this plan to help kids to be able to connect through making music while learning online. So Stephanie learned, listen to this, there are 7,500 kindergartners through sixth graders in the Appleton area school district in Wisconsin, right? So she got really busy in securing funds. She and the other teachers wanted to provide each student with their own set of music supplies. And so they reached out to local music vendors and donors and raised over $56,000 to pay for them. And now the kids are going to get their own music kit with a collection of items to make music with, like an egg shaker, rhythm sticks, drumsticks, and a bucket. She said it's so worth every bit of the sweat and tears. And they are so excited. I mean, I can imagine, especially as kindergartners. Uh, she said that just makes it all worth it altogether. Teachers are the coolest, I swear to you. I think the most selfless human beings are teachers. They don't get paid anything, you know, but like they do it because they really want to like make a difference in a kid's life. And she definitely didn't have to do this, you know, so going above and beyond, I think that's a, a cool story. All right. Now let's go over to Nebraska. Okay. So obviously you remember getting your first bike. I remember my first bike, man. I lived in, um, I lived on this hill. You would like we'd like go down the hill on the bike and be the scariest thing ever. Probably wasn't really that that scary at all. But I remember that feeling of like getting on the bike for the first time and just like ooh, uh, it's a big deal though, right? And there's this nonprofit over in Omaha that is working to help more kids get that experience. And for the last eleven years, this guy named Rich 
has been providing bicycles to children who probably wouldn't get them otherwise. His team, Bike Rescue of Omaha, gets bikes in the hands of kids that are at risk, right? And there's no charge for the bicycles, but what he does instead, instead because they're not, they're not really free, so instead he has them earn them by helping out and by being involved. And right now, the nonprofit is in need of a new home, but even without a place to work or without bikes, Rich plans to continue this program. Really super cool. Uh, there's nothing better. If you're having a bad day and you see a kid smile, that just warms my heart. Good job, Rich. Yeah, they keep in, in, both those stories. Helping kids, you know, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. So some good news. Now let's move on. I'm going to warn you, this next clip is explicit. So if you got little ears in the car, I wouldn't be listening, okay? But remember Chris Tucker from the, uh, what was he from? Rush Hour movies, right? Where, where's he been recently? Uh, but he also has cockroaches in his house, but his experience is, is a little bit different. I got rats and roaches like crimson and bloods in my house, man. <laughs> be crawled by shootings all the time. I come home for work out to break up fights. Oh, y'all, let it go, let it go! It ain't worth it! Stop that shit, man! Man, they be answering my door. Talking on my phone, won't click over. People done told me they ain't call, I ain't heard shit from them. That motherfucker don't live here. Chris who? My roach is smart, too, man. They play dead. The other day, I stepped on one of them, went in the bathroom to get some tissue, came back, that was gone. Him two weeks later with some stitches. <laughs> Told me he was too legit to quit. <laughs> I missed that voice. Hey man, what's going on? You know, I just, uh, I what happened to him? I need to do some research on that. Be back and report back tomorrow. Okay, thank you so much for listening to the show today. Appreciate you so much. It's one of the last days to vote for Podcast Magazine. So if you could, please text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. Please, and like vote with all your email addresses that you have because I really want to make sure that this podcast stays on top. Like we work really hard. You listen really hard. We deserve to uh, to get some, uh, to, to stay on the top of the podcast magazine list because it's, it's the best. We have the best listeners in all of the podcast world. So text the word vote if you would. 888-Kramer8. I love you. I will see you tomorrow for a brand new episode. Have a great night or great day. I don't know hey, Kramer. It's Margaret you. from Duluth, Georgia. I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you for what you are doing by putting out this podcast. We love you forever. And we all understand if you need to take this down to just three days a week, say maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, something like that, or Tuesdays and Thursdays, whatever works for you. We understand, we love you. Like. Mom said on the podcast today, this is a transition period, and you've got to deal with the aches and pains that go along with that. But you will find your way. Uh, keep your chin up. We love you. You're doing awesome. You're doing great. And don't feel like you have to satisfy everybody every time. Just be gentle on yourself, love yourself, and give you that time to transition and grow. Hey, sweetie, it's Pam from South Carolina. Just wanted to let you know that um, whatever you decide about the podcast, us loyal family will follow you if you want to do one time a week, three times a week, 
Um, we are lucky that we get to hear you three times on Wednesday. So um, whatever you decide, we're with you, okay? We don't want to be a burden, and um, but we'll follow you. Love you. Always. Always, always. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.